Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Say, want a brand new breakfast idea? Then get the Betty Crocker cereal tray, the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Yes, indeed. Try the brand new cereal assortment with ten individual packages in all. Four Wheaties, four Cheerios, two Kicks. All top favorites and all extra fresh. Yes, it's fun to take your pick from Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. Get the Betty Crocker cereal tray, the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Get that tray today. And now, the Betty Crocker Cereal Tray presents... The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful bullet, Cato, Brett Reed, a daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Brett Reed in the thrilling adventure of Too Hot to Handle. Breakfast extra, Betty Crocker cereal tray makes breakfast fun. Betty Crocker cereal tray makes breakfast fun. Yes, sir, the Betty Crocker cereal tray is really a breakfast extra. All in one handy carton, it gives you all your top favorite cereals, Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. You can take your choice right at the table. You can have your own separate individual package. Wheaties one morning, Cheerios the next, and Kicks the next. It's fun, and you always open a fresh package. Try it. Get your Betty Crocker cereal tray! Get your Betty Crocker cereal tray! Get your Betty Crocker cereal tray! It was early evening when the train from the west brought Britt Reed's father to the city. As he came into the station, he paused and looked for Britt. He saw an attractive girl approach with a smile of welcome. Mr. Reed, hello. Miss Carver, well, I... Well, I didn't expect to see you here. You're looking splendid. Well, how was the trip? Mm, tiresome. Where's my son? Is he here? He's waiting for you at his apartment. He thought it would be better if I saw you alone. Before you talk to me. Oh, confound it. What's going on? Why did Britt send for me? Please, Mr. Reed, wait until we're in the car. Well, Miss Travis, let's have it. Why did Britt telephone and ask me to come here? Mr. Reed, you wanted me to give you a report on your son's activity. That's right. Well, Mr. Reed, you have a wonderful son. More wonderful than you or, or anyone else realized. At least that's the way I feel about it. Well, this is a surprise. Well, he's been doing incredible things, but well, he's right. I know he's right, or, or I'm just as crazy as he is. Linda, what are you talking about? Oh, we'll be at the apartment in a few minutes. Then you'll learn everything.
want you to quit stalling, Britt. You've made all the proper inquiries about my health and my trip from the West. You've offered cigars, cigarettes, and highballs. But confound it, there's just one thing I want. Well, there. Now, I... you and Miss Travis have something to tell me. Now, what is it? Oh, perhaps I'd better go. Perhaps you'd better stay. Oh. Yes, sir. Well, Dad, I... I don't know just where to begin. You... You've heard of the Green Hornet, haven't you? Heard of him? I was the one that suggested that the Sentinel post a reward for his capture. And I can't understand why you haven't been able to get him. Well, you want it quick and straight, so here it is. I am the Green Hornet. And you're proud of him, Linda? Yes, I am. Why? Well, because of what he's done as the Green Hornet. How did you know? Oh, I, I found it out by accident. So you created the character of the Green Hornet. Why did you do it, son? Haven't you always had everything you wanted? I sure have, Dad. Things have been handed to me on a silver platter from the time I was a kid. When it was time for me to go to work, you gave me the Daily Sentinel and a competent staff to run it. I'd hoped that the responsibility of managing a newspaper would be good for you. I think it was. I learned about things that I never knew existed. Huh? I saw political grafters and confidence men bend the law nearly double without actually breaking it. I had inside information on political bribes. I knew of crooks in our government, and there wasn't a thing that could be done about them. We couldn't even publish their activities because the law couldn't get proof that would hold up in court. A lot of criminals went free because of tricky laws and red tape. But the Green Hornet! Everyone thinks the Hornet is a criminal. Dad, I could see only one way to get those rats. Someone had to meet them and play the game their way, with no holes barred. Putting them in jail was the most important thing in the world to me. It came ahead of the newspaper, ahead of my reputation, ahead of everything. If you look at the records, you'll see that I was successful. Maybe I was wrong. No. No, you were not wrong. Who knows about this? Cato, Linda Travis, and now you. And now that the secret is out, what are you going to do? The secret is not out unless you let it out. Cato has shared the secret with me. Linda will share it. It could be shared with you. Ah. Mr. Reed, regardless of what the public thinks, there isn't a single charge against the Green Hornet. The police haven't a thing on it. There were charges. The Sentinel has been offering a reward. Yes, for... the record is clean now. The last murder charge was wiped off the books a few days ago. And Linda, you'd forgo the reward to keep this secret? Oh, I... I don't want that kind of money. Well, you can't buy loyalty like that. Oh, there's such a need for someone like the Green Hornet. It's up to you, Dad. Are you with me? After announcing his identity, Britt Reed hadn't taken his eyes off his father. He had seen various emotions, shock, disbelief, controlled anger in the strong, rugged face. This had given way to a hurt expression. But as he explained his position, Britt saw his father's chin come up. Then, during a momentary silence, the eyes of father and son met. Between the two, there flashed a spark of mutual understanding. A look of confidence came into Britt Reed's clean-cut features, and the older man looked proud. 
Then there was a faint grin that expanded to a chuckle. Dead. You're not angry. Angry? Why, how can I be angry with you? I know exactly how you feel because I went through the same thing. You? Look at that picture on the wall. The man on that horse is one of your ancestors. And those hills are in Texas. When I was a boy, I, I rode with that man. I saw him six gun his way through red tape and ride roughshod over crooks who thought they were too smart for the law. He rode for justice. Britt, I gave you the Daily Sentinel because I knew you'd learn a lot about smart crooks that the law couldn't get. I hope you'll do something about those crooks, just as your pioneer ancestor did. I wanted to see you use the paper as a crusading weapon. I wanted to see sparks fly. But nothing came. But, Dad... I was disappointed, son. I wondered what was the matter with you. Wondered why the American heritage didn't assert itself. That's why I sent Linda here. I sent her to find out what was wrong with you. And now I learn. Why, confound it, Britt. You're more like the man in that picture than I dreamed you could be. This is the biggest thing that's, that's ever happened to me. This is... Dad. <laughs> you and Linda will have to forgive an old man his emotions. Dad, your tops. Old man? Oh, what am I saying? I feel younger than I have for 20 years. And more than that, I'm with you, boy. I'm with you all the way. If I can help the Green Hornets stamp out crooks, it will be just like it was back in those Texas hills when I helped the man on that picture. The next day, he found Brick Reed's father lunching at the Civic Club with one of his oldest friends, the commissioner of police. Now, confidentially, Higgins, I had a special reason for wanting to see you. Today, I learned the identity of the Green Hornet. You have? Yes. Now, I'm not going to tell you, not just yet, but I know who he is and where he can be reached. And I know something else. He's on your side of the law. And now, Jimmy, that I know where to reach him, he can be of even more help. You... Better tell the new commissioner. I'm resigning. You're what? Larry Larson has me over a barrel. Larry Larson? Isn't that the name of the roadhouse operator who was picked up on a narcotic charge? That's the guy. What's he got on you? Photographs of my son. Oh. Uh, how is the boy? Fine. He's living in Grove City with his wife and daughter. He's a councilman. And there's talk of him for the next mayor. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Ronnie was here to visit about a year ago. He went to Lawson's Roadhouse, went alone, which was a mistake. When he came home that night, he told me how some knockout traps had been put in his highball and how he'd been robbed of his wallet. That's when I started going after Lawson. I got plenty of evidence against Lawson. The best of it I got personally. I'm the chief witness against him. 
I can put Lawson and a half a dozen of his pals behind the bars on narcotics charges. But then, I don't dare do it. Well, tell me the rest. Ronnie wasn't drugged so he could be robbed. He was drugged so Lawson could get photographs made. He showed them to me. Pictures of Ronnie looking stupefied and sitting at a table in a private room with Lawson, Pokey Smart, and several other drug peddlers. What's Larson's price? Uh, he'll give me the pictures and negatives when I give him the evidence I collected. I've got to do it. So I'm resigning as commissioner. Uh, where does Larson keep those pictures? Somewhere in his office at the roadhouse. He's got a secret hiding place. Jim, remember when we were younger? The days back in Texas? In those days, we'd have found a way to deal with Larson. I know what you're thinking about, Dan. But it's no use. Our stuff won't go with Larson. Wait a minute, Jim. Wait a minute. Now, forget that resignation. What the... Now, you sit tight. I told you I knew the Green Hornet. Now, let me give him the facts and see what happens. Well, there's nothing the Green Hornet can do. No one can get the photos of Ronnie unless Larson tells where they're hidden. And Lawson won't tell. No one can make him tell. Oh, I, I wouldn't be so sure about that, Jim. I've got a lot of confidence in the Green Hornet. We'll continue our story in just a moment. Boys and girls, we're going to town. I mean, fun town. Just listen to this. Each of the ten separate boxes of Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks in the Betty Crocker cereal tray is designed like a toy house or store. When you get these boxes, all you have to do is cut along the dotted lines, then fold, and presto, you've got a model toy city, complete with barber shops, drug stores, grocery stores, and houses. Not only that, but you also get cutouts of autos, fences, garages, and a lot more things. Here in front of me is Baldy's Barbershop. Next, a big grocery store and market. Down the street, the Spick Bakery. Next, a drugstore. Everything complete. Even storage sheds and back of buildings and awnings in front. All true to life in every detail. Best of all, different toy houses and stores come on different Betty Crocker cereal trays. Just think of the fun you can have cutting out and setting up your own model city. Ask your grocer for the Betty Crocker cereal trays. That's the handy cereal package with all three of your breakfast favorites. Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. Get yours now. Now to continue our story. Brett Reed's father made a phone call from the Civic Club. Brett. Are you sure it's all right to talk on this phone? Well, I just finished lunch with the police commissioner, and here's what he's up against. After talking to his father, Britt Reed left the Sentinel office and hurried to his apartment. The phone was ringing when he arrived. Mr. Reed's apartment. He heard Cato answering. Is that for me, Cato? Well, yes, Mr. Britt. Mr. Travis called from office. I left word for her to call when she came in. 
Hello, Miss Travis. I'm going to be tied up at home for a couple of hours. When I get back to the office, I want to see everything that's available about Larry Larson and his gang. You'll find a lot of items in the morgue. Axford will help you dig it out. Okay, Doyle, I'll need your help in the laboratory. Yes, Mr. Britt. We're going to prepare some letters on special paper. For what, Mr. Britt? Tonight, the Green Hornet is going to visit Larry Larson's roadhouse. Golly, Casey, look at all the stuff me and Miss Travis got together about Larry Larson. This office looks like a rummage sale. Oh, I'll pick everything up and get it in order for Mr. Reed. Larson is due to take a rap at a narcotics charge. He's hot news these days. Is Reed going to have you do a special story about him and his gang? Oh, I don't know what Mr. Reed's plans are. Probably human interest. You think so, Miss Kate? Isn't that your specialty? Well, I... I haven't specialized yet. You will. Say, if you want the dope on Larson... You should go and visit his roadhouse. Michael. In spite of Larson being a crook, they got good food there and music and dancing. Oh, a splendid idea, Mr. Axford. No, if you wanted to go, I could I'll like... I'll speak it. to Mr. Reed when he comes in. Well, I'd better take these clippings into his office. Axford, you dope. Well, uh, I was figuring to help the youngster out. As if she needed help. But she can't go to Larson's place alone. She won't. You won't be the guy to take her. No. Oh, Michael, can't you see? She set her sails for Mr. Reed. Do you have to give her ideas, you... you damn Cupid? I do want you to go to Larson's, Miss Travis. I'll call for you at 11. So late, Mr. Reed? Before I call for you, I'm going there with Cato as the Green Hornet. Larry Larson had a private table in one rear corner of his roadhouse. He looked up as a bull-necked man with cauliflower ears approached. What is it, Poking? Hey, boss, you better come out back. The guy says he's from the police. Oh, why can't they leave me alone till my trial? I got an umbrella at the back door for you. Come on. You stick close and keep your gun handy. Outside the roadhouse, a steady downpour covered the black beauty as Britt Reed and Cato waited in the rain-drenched darkness. A study of the newspaper clippings, many of which described the Larson Roadhouse, had given Britt Reed a fairly complete knowledge of the layout. Both he and Cato wore masks as they waited in the black beauty near a small rear door. Presently, they saw two men advance through the rain. The smaller one is Larson. I see. Here he is, boss. What do you want? Kill the flashlight, Larson. You're the Hornet. Did you guess that, or did Chubby tell you? What do you want? I brought a present for you. Meaning what? A couple of letters. Fill your flashlight on them and notice the name. Watch him, Pokey. Yeah, I am, boss. Higgins. Police Commissioner Higgins. I got them a little moist, but they'll dry out. Where'd you get these? Interesting reading, huh? Commissioner would be in a spot if those were published. Yeah, plenty. How'd you get them? You know better than to ask that, Larson. 
Is this straight? Did Higgins really accept bribes in the Turner affair? Why don't you ask Higgins? If the letters are on the level, they'll prove that Higgins is a crook. Why do you bring them to me? You need them. They're going on trial in a week or so. Higgins is the main witness against you and your pals. That he is, boss. He might be interested in a deal. These letters in exchange for the evidence he has against you. Where do you come in? After you beat the rap, you can help me. How? You read the papers. You saw what the D.A. said about me. Yeah. He's done a fast switch. He's for you. I want Higgins to be the same way. You mean... You didn't think the D.A. really liked me. Or did you? Ah. So you had some... Some letters or something that mentioned the D.A.? What do you think? I get it. Use those letters if you need to, and I'll see you after your trial. Uh-huh. And be careful of them. They're dynamite. Don't put them where they can be found. Don't worry. I mean that. Higgins might send a prowler to crack your safe. I got a good hiding place. Uh, how did they get so damp? I was out in the rain. I'll see you, Larson. Gosh, boss. What do you make of that? I don't know, Pokey. You, uh, you got to use the letters? With those photos of Ron Higgins, I won't need them. But I'll look them over. Here, put them in the hiding place. You know where. I'll go over them after we close up. In accordance with his plan, Britt left the Black Beauty in Cato. He secured a cab and called for Linda. The two returned to Larson's Roadhouse and ordered supper. Linda phoned the police, then returned to the table. It's getting close to midnight. Yes, the police should be here soon. What did you tell them, Linda? I said exactly what you told me to. I said I had overheard a conversation. Someone said a load of white stuff would be delivered to Larson at midnight. I hope Keto and I were accurate in fixing the time it would take for those letters to dry out. What if your plan fails? I'll have to think of another plan. They've got... Linda, watch Larson. That gorilla named Pokey just went to his table. Maybe this is it. I think it is. Excuse me, Linda. I've got to see a couple of men about some smoke. Brett Reed tried to appear casual as he left the dining room. Alone in a hall, he hurried to a corridor. And as he headed toward the rear of the building, he drew a mask and gun from beneath his dinner jacket. Meanwhile, Larson and Pokey hurried to the office. Is anyone in my office? Uh, no, boss. I was there alone watching like usual. But I seen the smoke coming through the cracks in the wall. Fine thing. Boss, now, now look at the smoke. It's thick. Confound it. Close that door. Grab that fire extinguisher. Yeah, sure. Something's caught fire in the hiding place. What could it be? Oh, how do I know? Gotta get that panel open. Oh, too hot to touch. You look at the smoke pour through the cracks. Give me that fire extinguisher. Yeah. Smash the panel with your gun barrel. Right. I'll turn the extinguisher on it. Hit it again. Hurry. Uh, that does it. Look at the flame. I've got to save the photos. Got to save them. You're licking it. Turn the stream to the left. Reach in. Pull everything out to the floor. Okay, boss. 
hurry. I've got to find the photos. Well, these cans are white stuff. I said the photos. Never mind those cans. Find the envelope with the Higgins picture. What's this? Oh, almost completely burned. Uh, that looks like it. Oh, look. Look. Uh, them negatives burn like gunpowder. Oh, the prints are useless. I want some of that stuff. Boss. You. Where'd you come from? You were too busy to hear the door open. Can't be trusted with documents, can you, Larson? Listen, you... I'll take those papers. No, you don't. Get back. Hey, you want to shoot it out, eh? Oh, you are... This is for you, Larson. Go on. My arm. I was Rick Reed snatched the partly burned photographs, then leaving Larson unconscious and pokey shot, dashed through a rear door and across the open space behind the building. He heard a police whistle and the shouts of the police who had been waiting, but he kept going toward an orchard. A car came out of the darkness to meet him. Kato, here's the mask, the gun, and the documents from Larson's secret hiding place. What's left of them? Police come this way. They'll think I've escaped in the car. I'll hide among the trees until it's safe to go out the front and rejoin Linda. I'll meet you at the apartment. Get going. I got away. No use running any farther. Oh, the car was waiting for Who was it? He came from the rear door. Hey, oh, Axel's at the door now. Britt and Linda were part of the crowd that pressed curiously while police moved in the office. Half an hour later, the couple stood in front of the roadhouse waiting for a cab. Mr. Reed, just what made those letters you gave Larson burst into flame? A chemical that Cato prepared. He can explain it to you while I'm preparing a package to deliver to the police commissioner. Oh, I wish I could see the commissioner's face when he realizes that Larson no longer has a hold on him. I wish I could see Dad's face. Is he at Mr. Higgins' home? Yes. And those two old cronies haven't much longer to wait. The evening had been long for Higgins and the father of Britt Reed. Both were dozing when the doorbell rang. Both were instantly wide awake, on their feet, and hurrying to the door. Maybe this is it, Jim. Reed, if I could believe that something dropped. I'll get it. Let's tuck beside the doorknob. There's a car at the curb. Hey, Reed. Reed. Was that the Green Hornet? Look, Jim. This packet is for you. There's writing on it. What's it say? Here, Commissioner, is the complete file of what's left of it. With my compliments. The Green Hornet. <laughs> well, it looks like you're in the clear, Jimmy. I'd give a lot to meet that Green Hornet. Wait a while, Higgins. Wait a while. <laughs> Maybe you will meet the Green Hornet. help you cooperate with our government's food-saving program and at the same time help you balance your budget, today Betty Crocker of General Mills offers you free a brand-new special booklet containing 74 practical, thrifty, and delicious food-extending recipes. This 12-page booklet is titled Saving with Interest and gives 81 Betty Crocker food suggestions, 74 thrifty and appetizing recipes, 
as well as countless tips on buying, storing, and preparing and serving food. Now, to get this booklet, print your name and address together with the word SAVING on back of a penny postcard. Mail to Betty Crocker, Box 300, Minneapolis, Minnesota. You've been listening to The Green Hornet, brought to you by the Betty Crocker Cereal Tray, the cereal assortment of individual packages of Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. He's feeling his Cheerios. Yes, Cheerios, that energizing breakfast cereal made from oats. Good, old-fashioned, nourishing oats, all ready to eat. Cheerios gives you a kind of nourishment that really counts. Cheerios is a cereal that really helps you build up strength and energy. So for your better breakfast, always start with Cheerios. C-H-E-E-R-I-O-S. Cheerios. Be with us again next week at the same time when General Mills will again present The Green Hornet. This copyrighted feature originates in Detroit, and all characters, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Hal Neal speaking. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.